and welcome back to another episode of Just Live. I'm Drea. And I'm Bianca. And we have a very special guest today. Yes. We have Miss Mariah Smith. <laughs> I'm sorry. <clears throat> Mrs. Right. <laughs> Mariah Smith. Yes, yeah, so we have brought her on as our last um, episode for entrepreneurship. And I think it's pretty fitting. So we're like going out talking about like mental health because you do the doggone thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so give us a little bit of backdrop of who you are, what you do, how long you've been doing it, all that good jazz. All right. So um, I have been doing therapy since... 2017 when I got my degree mm-hmm. and then I got my license maybe three four years after okay so I've been doing it for about um seven years for being licensed for about three or four wow yeah long wow. time yeah <laughs> long time <laughs> been doing this long time so also just to give you a little bit of more backdrop for all of our listeners we all go to church together um and how long have, well, I think you've been there longer than I have. <laughs> <laughs> you annoy me. I'm sorry. I'm just like trying to, I'm here, but um, yeah, what, February 2019. But you wasn't too, sh- too Oh, long so after. I was about like, I want to say like maybe September of like yeah, 2019. So like four to five months. Yeah. Give or take. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. We got the best church, guys. Yes. No. <laughs> seriously. I know everybody say that, but no, seriously. This is like hands down the best church. Right. Like, yes, absolutely. Forever. Yes. Like, okay. Okay. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so we, I, I, I don't even think like I, I think like once I started getting connected with more people on social media from the church and that's when I saw like, oh my gosh, she's a therapist. Like we have that in common. Like. And I was like, you don't, first of all, you don't meet a lot of black therapists. Like there really aren't a lot, but I do feel like that, that whole field is kind of growing and more people are going into social work and becoming therapists, like more black people, because it's needed. Right, right. Before um, we started recording, I was like, so how is it? Like, I said, I know we're going to talk about it, but like, how is it, you know, being a therapist? What is that like? Because I thought about it at one point, because we're, you know, social work Mm -hmm. field. It's all tied in together. But I'm like, can I sit and listen all day? No, like, it's draining, I'm sure. Even when I'm, I have therapy, and when I'm in it sometimes, I'll be a little tired. (laughs) After, like, ooh. That was a lot. Right, right. You know, it's very draining. So tell us a little bit about what is your why and 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 why did you choose to become a therapist? Like, you know, give us a little bit more, like, you know, background on that. So I knew that I wanted to go into a profession where I help people. So mm-hmm. At first, I was a counselor at an after-school program, and I was going to be a teacher. But then um, we had one little girl in our program one day that was just very depressed and was like, I want to die. Like, I want to kill myself. Oh, my God. How like, old? I don't know. She mm. was 10. Oh, my gosh. And I just went to my boss. I'm like, so this is what she's saying. Like, where are you going from here? Yeah. Right. And then they, like, called the mom. And it was all new. Like, the first time that ever happened there. Yeah. Um, and then my mentor at the time was like, you know, you should come to Southern and do the clinical mental health counseling program because mm-hmm. they need female therapists, they need black therapists. Yeah. And there was, like, a gap for, like, me to go to apply. But then I got waitlisted. So then I was like, maybe this is not for me. Like, I'm just out here. Like, right. Yeah. So then yeah. I accepted. And then from there, it just stayed in it. Wow. wow. Yeah. So what, what I'm kind of going off, but um, what is, like, your, what was, like, your population, like, when you first started out with the age? Is it all, were you doing, like, all ages? Did you mm-hmm. kind of do some here, there? Like, what was that looking like for you? I love children and adolescents, like the mm. little ones. But then I'm <laughs> They tug at your heartstrings. Yes. <laughs> they do. <laughs> they do. Oh, right. They do. With the kids comes the parents and the family therapy. Uh, and when I first yeah. started, like, working with people my age or older, it was kind of mm-hmm. like, I don't have that much life experience. I don't have children. At the time, I wasn't married. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know what you want me to help you with. <laughs> I'm not here to listen. <laughs> but, <laughs> like, uh, yeah. well, I can't really help you there, but... <laughs> I think as you like sit there and talk to them, you can see like 
the person behind her, the spirit. Right. Yeah. Right. The spirit, like, all right, I right. can try to help you out some way. Right. Yeah. And you can definitely tell us more about that, too, you know, being a woman of God, mm-hmm. your spirituality, and, you know, how that all ties into is what I hope I'm not jumping. No, you're <laughs> good. So but, when when we, so each time we, we interview somebody, we put together, like, an outline of, mm-hmm. like, the questions of the answers that we really want to know. So, but I told her, I said, I'm going to keep it at three questions. I said, because once you start talking, it's going to go yeah, everywhere right. anyway. So we don't went five directions <laughs> yeah, already. Yeah. But, so one yeah. of the things I'm like most interested in, in your response is, so I, I'm a therapist for kids in foster care strictly mm-hmm. and I can't do the babies. Yeah. Um, I already have them at home (laughs) so I knew that wasn't my like teenagers that is my population Mm -hmm. like all the way so I love it but I realized there's there has to be a difference from how you do it and how it's done in like a setting of like with just kids in foster care and then I realized I'm like I wonder what it's like like to identify yourself as a Christian therapist, I was like, I wonder, like, what does that that look like? You're probably hearing, like, you know, all things throughout the day. Yeah. And, you know, not being, I don't want to say biased, but not being, like, judgmental to what you're hearing, but still keeping, like, your spirituality at the forefront to, like, help and, like, pray them through. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So what would you say is, like, the biggest difference of, like doing it kind of on your own as opposed to like in an agency? Mm. I think because I fought it for so long because I was like, you know, I was afraid that if I began to brand myself as a Christian therapist, that there mm-hmm. would be people who were against it because, you know, the world that we're in now, everyone is like anti-church. Anti-God. Yeah. Like, right. Yeah. Right. And so right. I was fearful of like losing out on clients. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, at the end of the day, if God is our healer, if God is the ultimate source, then yeah. he should be brought into the therapeutic session. Right. 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 And so where I work at the hospital, I can't talk about God. So if someone says I'm feeling depressed or I want to die, I can't bring scripture of like or speak mm. life to them in a wow. biblical way right? versus in my own practice. I'm like pulling out the scriptures. I like yeah. pray for them sometimes before, sometimes after when they're gone. I just keep them in prayer throughout the day. Wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> Wow. Oh, wow. (laughs) So Um, that's like, so that was one of the questions I was going to ask. If you can, like when you're in an agency, um, and I think the difference with, so where I'm at, and I'm so blessed to have like such an awesome supervisor, like, so I incorporate, my kids know that I'm a Christian. Like all the kids that I work with, I've brought one of my kids to church, like one of my clients, and we have that space to do that. mm -hmm. At my agency because they're like, okay, this isn't like outpatient where, you know, you see somebody and it's kind of like a rotating thing. These are the kids that I see every week. I'm in their homes. I'm Mm -hmm. working with the families and all that. And they're like, spirituality is a part of their life. Mm -hmm. They're like, so if you have that opportunity to like kind of start them on that road, he's like, absolutely. Like do it. He's like, if you want to like study scripture with scriptures with them he was like absolutely do it and I was like really like (laughs) I'm at an agency and I can do it I have literally been blessed to be able to bring God into my work because Mm -hmm. and I said we said this on another episode everybody that knows me knows like I don't play when it comes to my spirituality like that is like the biggest thing for me so it has been such a blessing to be able to work with these kids, see everything they're going through, and then incorporate God. Like, hello, that's mm-hmm. that's this is all this is what you need. <laughs> I like, I yeah. definitely think it's vital, like for real, for real. So I don't know it from a therapist standpoint, but being like a therapeutic mentor, you remember yeah. I've been able to bring like the kids with that's me. That's right. To that's church. right. Like I think it's so beneficial and I feel like, you know, having God in our life, like our lives depend on it. Like right. without God, right. we're literally nothing. <laughs> right. So, you know, to be able to reach like the younger population and kind of pull them in with that, like mm-hmm. that's great. Like I remember being, I was <laughs> with the therapy, I was going through, I'm like, can you pray for me? Please? <laughs> And she was like, yeah, you know, whatever, like, I got you, whatever. But, like, for real, for real. Yeah, yeah. I get it. You know, you have someone to listen to you and whatever. But 
that's mm-hmm. important and needed. And I appreciate that for real, for real. Yeah. And then, like, shout out to you having your own practice. Yeah. Like, so that was the main reason. Yeah, that's the main reason why we have yeah. you on here. Because it's all about you entrepreneurship. Entrepreneur. Yeah. 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 So you are literally at a place that is, like, one of my goals. Mm-hmm. That is my ultimate goal, to have my own private practice so that I can do what I want. Yeah. And not that I don't, I can't necessarily do what I want where I'm at. I have a lot of freedom at the agency that I'm at. But first of all, I want to be my own boss. Mm -hmm. Okay. Right. Right. I don't want to have to request vacation time. It's always given to me, but I don't want to request that. I want to run a show. Okay. But that, yeah, that is, is such an amazing thing. Mm -hmm. And it's such a big thing because you can, you can take that like so many places. Yeah. And go and travel. It, it, right. Yeah. <laughs> Hello? And, like, I'm sure, so I know someone um, who actually was my supervisor a, a while ago, and they ended up leaving and getting their own um, private I remember practice. her. Or she actually already had it, was doing it part-time, but then went to do it full-time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just going to her office to, like, visit her. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, yeah. it's such a different type of scenery and mm-hmm. peace. Like, mm-hmm. how does that feel? Like... <laughs> I think that's the part that feels amazing because you can build your business, build your practice however you want it. You can mm-hmm. do therapy however you want it. You know what matches best with your client, but just like you said, being your own boss, setting your own hours, yeah, your clientele. Because when you work in an agency, you just kind of get whoever you throw at. Yeah, right, right, and right. Good right. fit. It's like, well, try. I'm like, no, like it's not gonna work. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right, no, right. So, no, that's for real. Yeah, for real. Mm-hmm. like you trying to. In the yeah, like, this is not- I'm not what they need. <laughs> right. Hello. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. So can you tell us, like, what was, so I know you've been doing this for some time. You said about, what, seven years? Mm-hmm. So what were, like, your steps leading up? So, like, you were in the field working, mm-hmm. and then you got your degree. And, then, like, what, what was that path for you to get to this point to where you are today? I think I've always had it written on my, like, my prayer board that I wanted to do a private practice. I just mm-hmm. didn't know when. And so um, my practice, well, the business is Aligned Therapy Studios. It's co-founded with um, my husband, and it was... Shout out to the right, husband. Right, yes. Right. yes. Hello. Yes. Building businesses together. Yes. I saw that. I'm like, co-founder. I'm like... So I, I thought was, that yeah, too. I was like, wait a minute. Right. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> So he's the other part of the business. Mm-hmm. Um, so where I do the mental health Your therapy. better half. Yes. He does the massage therapy. Oh, oh I yeah. did not know that. A two for one? Yes. Okay. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's no dope. Wow, that is dope. Okay, so you get your mind right. And your body right. And your body, right. Your body right. right. That's right. dope. <laughs> and so our, like... The clientele that we want to market to is like people that have been through trauma, mm-hmm. people that look that look like us. Because in yeah. addition to you know the mental and psychological battle that you have to uncover and unwire through therapy, you can also you know keep trauma in your body. Yeah. And so yeah. there has been times when he's like giving clients a massage and they have a release and they're just like crying and they're like, I didn't know I had wow. all this stuff up, wow. up in my neck or in my back. And yeah. Like, yeah. No. People, people honestly don't pay attention to stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So sometimes I think I, at one point I had got to a point where I was like, I think, I think maybe I'm a little stressed, (laughs) a little tension down here, but like your body will talk to you. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people don't realize it. So that is like amazing that you have like the, that component in Mm -hmm. it. So that's something you can't do at an agency. Right. That's amazing. I think I tied it to you. My, my you bad. did. You my did. Bad. I'm like, go okay, ahead, she's throwing that. Right, right. Go ahead. Finish yeah. it. Finish it. My bad. Yes. But go ahead. Finish <laughs> telling like us kind of how you got <laughs> to that point. Um, <laughs> no, you're good. You're, you're good. So he went, actually, um, we, we came up with the name together, and he mm-hmm. went and filed for it. Got the, the LLC and was like, mm-hmm. we have our business. And I'm like, but I was still like timid because I'm like, yeah, why? Like I can't. Like why would someone choose me as their therapist? Like why am I the mm. right person for it? So going through that wow. mental battle, like yeah. who am I to do therapy? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, why? yeah. Um, but then so that was the end of 2019 in August, and then April 2020, I got laid off because of the pandemic. Mm. So now I was out of work for five months. Wow. So I was like, I need to get money. Yeah, no, I, I ain't got, got no choice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. Right. yeah. Oh wow. wow. Ain't it funny, like, 
it's not it don't be funny in the moment it don't <laughs> cause you be like really right this is what we doing but God will literally push you into this stuff mm-hmm. will push you into your purpose even when you're scared like <laughs> no no yes. no no, no, and right. God be like, shut up, come on, come on, do it. Yeah. Right. Wow. Right. So we always say that like 2020 birthed entrepreneurs, yeah. but he just kind of like pushed mm-hmm. you all the way into it. Wow. wow. So do you think if the pandemic never would have happened or you never would have lost your job, would you have started? I might have like started with a few clients, but not like fully the way that I am now and the way I'm trying to transition yeah. to it being like my main source of income. So if it wasn't for the pandemic and my husband, I probably would still be just out here like wow. up here in my brain and my prayer, like I want a private practice, <laughs> like, not doing nothing. Now so. that I think about it, I actually think, um, and I could be wrong, but you know, we say 2020 birth entrepreneurs, but I feel like that's when we also started to gain more of an awareness of mm-hmm. mental health. Oh, and for knowing, sure. Like, we need somebody to talk to. Yeah. So yeah. when you like flood it with clients, like yes. I'm sure. Wow. And like everyone main issue was the pandemic. People losing work. Dealing with that. Yeah. People on the verge Kids of being at homeless. home. Yeah. yeah. And it was just it it was hard in a way that, you know, I had to navigate my own feelings, you know, being laid off, mm-hmm. not being fully into this business, trying to help them go through their crisis. While I'm trying mm-hmm. to navigate like we really in a pandemic. Like, yeah. What's yeah. Right? So Oh, wow. Wow. (laughs) So I think, okay, so we'll go to, to the, to the next one. Cause you stole mine, but that's okay. No, no, there's another part part, though that you can still, um, well, go ahead. You can ask it. Cause I'm missing (laughs) it. (laughs) No, you was, you said, read it girl. (laughs) (laughs) My bad. When I tell you we are clowns, clowns. Oh my God. Don't okay? mind. Yeah, don't mind that. Clowns. I'm like, there's still one section of the question that we didn't ask. I got you. I see it. I see it now. I'm reading now. Okay. So, <clears throat> what do you think so has silly. been the determining factor for more people opening up their private practice? Because I'm mm-hmm. seeing it now more and more um, where people are going into this profession. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of it has to do with, you know, the pandemic and people being laid off mm-hmm. and saying, you know, if my job is quick to lay me off, I should be my own boss where, you know, I for sure know I'm going to make some money, whether yeah. it's steady or unsteady, I'm going right. to make my own income. Yeah. And I think when you're in an agency, sometimes an outpatient, they hit you with a number, like a case that you have to maintain. Yeah. That productivity. Mm-hmm. Nine, 10 o'clock, you get in yeah. trouble if you don't hit it. Like, yeah. And written up as an outpatient provider because I wasn't hitting my numbers. Really? Yeah. Wow. This is why I say, like, and you, I'm you really... you think you helping somebody? Yeah! I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I got your <laughs> number. <laughs> like, this is why I say, so I have decided that the agency that I'm at now, this is the last agency I will be at. Mm-hmm. I will not do anymore. I'm not going anywhere else. Mm-hmm. I am comfortable. Like, I have, I, I have a really, really, really nice setup, and I really think it's giving me, like, all the practice I need, all yeah. the training I need, to go into my own private right. practice. Um, but the, that productivity stuff, mm-hmm. it's like, so how do you, because I've never done outpatient and I never will do outpatient. Like, yeah. I can't mess with that. <laughs> um, but how can you, because it's timed, right? Mm-hmm. How, are you, how do you deliver help to a person you watching the clock, right. like, <laughs> like, what do you do if, like, it's like five more minutes and they just drop a bomb on you of like what their their biggest issue with, like, what do you Which do? Which is what we do at the end. Hello, <laughs> and it's like, okay, you walking out the door. Oh yeah, and right, and it's like, all right, right. <laughs> like, you, why you ain't say that in the beginning? Right, yeah. Like, what can you? What did that pro? What did that look like? <clears throat> like an outpatient? Yeah, it was, you know. So if they drop it in the last five minutes, if there was no one set after them, then I would extend it by another 10, 15 and say, like, this is a crisis situation. Let me yeah. It. If it was, it's like kind of like, let's put a pin note in it. Like, here's the number. If something happens, we'll pick up next week. Like, making sure they're wow. stable enough to go home. Yeah. And then making sure that they have the right contact numbers if something were to happen. But it was like, you need to hit your numbers. And that was that. Wow. 
And that's what I've heard. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I I've never even heard that before. So Child. that is so like all them people at the village be like, don't you ever do outpatient. They be like, don't come down here. Yeah. Don't do it. Don't do wow. it. Because I've heard it's like it's it all like about that. productivity. Mm-hmm. And then the supervisors don't help. So you're not even providing like quality care. You trying your best. You're trying your best. But it's like you could but... be missing the mark somewhere because mm-hmm. they worried about some numbers. Yeah. Yeah. So with your own practice, you do your own thing. Mm-hmm. You decide, like, you run the show. Yeah. You run the show. And I really think that that is a big factor of, like, you're not only doing it for the money, but you have a, listen, you ain't going to be no therapist chasing no money. Right. It ain't, that ain't it. First right. of all, when you finish mm-hmm. with the mat, you heard that the little crack on my voice, right? <laughs> not the voice crack. You had a flashback. <laughs> ah! Um... When you're done with that master's and you're trying to find a job, first of all, them yeah. salaries be boo-boo the clown, mm-hmm. okay? Low. Uh, what am I supposed to do with this? And then you like, it's, it just, that ain't where the money is at, right. okay? Right. It is literally, it's literally because you love people. Mm-hmm. You want to help people. So I can't imagine people opening up a private practice and knowing you're going to be drained, like yeah. emotionally drained, yeah. just to chase some money. So, Mm-mm. quick question. Mm-hmm. How do you, like, deal with your... She just stole my question again, sorry. but that is okay. Oh, you know what? That is your question. I'm sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. But, yeah, we'll ask that in a minute. But, like, <laughs> how do you deal with your... Like, how do you manage your mental health while helping your clients? Mm-hmm. Like, do you take on, because, like, we're, like, what do we, what do we call it? Empaths? Yeah. Is that what it's called? Chow. Mm-hmm. So, like, I <laughs> yeah. can hear, like, so I don't even have to know the person if they mm-hmm. passed. And I'm just like, ooh. Yeah. Like, I'm sad. Like, mm-hmm. we take on, you know, we care about the yeah. world. Yeah. So yeah. We take, or we tend to take that on our shoulders as well. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like a couple questions. I'm sorry. No, it's Just okay, answer okay. how you see fit. Okay. I feel like we're all over the place. I'm trying here. No, you're but good. how do you deal with your mental health? Keep those boundaries and blah, 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 all that stuff. Got you. So I currently still have my full-time job. So with the mm-hmm. full-time job, I work with adolescents who are dealing with a lot of trauma, who are mm-hmm. depressed, who have committed, su- or not committed, attempted to commit suicide or mm-hmm. have planned. So because I'm in that kind of environment majority of the day, I would say it doesn't hit me as hard, but there will be a few stories where the kids come in and talk about their trauma where like I feel it and mm-hmm. I want to cry with them and I try to maintain my composure yeah. and get through the session. But then like when we go on a break, like if I need to cry, I'm, I'm going to cry. Yeah. I'm going like, to pray for them because sometimes you just feel that burden. Yeah. Like, I need to pray for you and pray yeah. for myself because I don't want any transfer of spirits to happen because mm-hmm. they go through such dark times and sometimes yeah. their mindset is very dark and cloudy and it's like, mm-hmm. I do not want to be alive. Like I need y'all to understand that. Yeah. And so trying to balance that and then just me finding a way to decompress before I get home because you can bring that home and then next oh, you for know, sure. you're Depressing yeah, person. yeah. It's like, what's wrong with you? And it's like, listen. Yeah. <laughs> Tough day. No, yeah. Facts, for so. sure. Yeah. For sure. What are what are some of your <clears throat> ways of like self care? Like, what do you do for yourself? Because it's so literally, we've said it like five thousand times. This yeah. will drain you mm-hmm. emotionally, and you carry people's stuff. And is how? What do you do for self care? I've learned that um, once the clock is, or setting my own time, so like Fridays or like Mondays after a certain time, laptop, closed phone, mm-hmm. do not disturb, not answering any phone calls from work or mm-hmm. any phone calls from clients. Like if you need an emergency, like call 911, call 211. Yeah, yeah. Um, making sure that I set that boundary because if not, I will be answering the phone. I'll be answering They'll be emails. texting you yeah! on, sat- on Saturdays. Like, <laughs> oh, like, all right. And then, then they text me like, can you meet? And I'm like, I know I should say no, but then I'm like, okay, like, let's hop on for 15 oh, minutes. Right. Mm-hmm. It's a two hours, so I had to stop that. Right. Yeah. You can't save everybody because you're going to be out here depleted. Right, right, done. right. So setting a time limit and a boundary with clients, um, making sure that I find some, something to laugh at. So whether I'm on TikTok scroller, they'll watch it mm-hmm. on Netflix. Like finding TikTok will laugh. make you laugh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> TikTok and Twitter. Like if you ever go on Twitter and they find something funny, mm-hmm. you a whole thread, you right. lost in that. <laughs> right. So like finding ways to just escape and laugh and like going outside and trying to take trips when I can. Just yeah. Like breathe and get a refresher. Yeah. So I think that's another plus of having your private practice mm-hmm. 
is, so I have to be on call. I get to choose when I'm on call. And I mean, I get, a, you know, a little extra stipend for being <laughs> on call. So sometimes I'll be like, you know, I need a little yeah. pocket chain. Let me <laughs> sign up for this. Sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> you want your week? I can take it for you. But I think that's a plus is you don't have to do yeah. on call. So, like, it's hard where... I'm trying to like spend time with my kids or be out with my friends or something. And I got the phone and I'm looking at it. Like, yeah. I done been yeah. with Dre plenty of times and I'm like, we busy, but okay. <laughs> I ain't never said it to Dre, but I'm like, if she don't. All right. Hold, hold on. It's, some, my, it's my work phone. <laughs> right. I'm like, Oh God, it's my work yeah. phone. And there's sometimes like I've been serving and I'm on call. Nah. So when I say jitters all day, I'm like, okay. Let me get the drop cloth. Where's the phone? Like, oh my gosh. It is like, so that's another reason why I like strive to work for myself so I don't have to do that stuff, but it will drain you. It's a Saturday and you laying on the beach and somebody is talking about, yeah, yeah. I don't want to be here, baby. I need you to be here right now. Right. Yes. Stay here because right. I'm on the beach right My now. My feet's in the sand. Okay. Give but me, yeah. Give me yes. a minute. Yeah. That's one of those luxuries <laughs> of having your own private practice. You don't have to do that. Like, so do you, is there like a number that your clients can call you if they have, if they need something outside yeah. of their sessions? Mm-hmm. It's a, a cell phone. Um, it's an app on the cell phone. I just tell them, like, if you need anything. Well, I, I stopped saying that because I used to be like, if you need anything, call me or text me. Yeah. Like, no, it's not. Yeah, because so, they like, might need everything. Right, yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Like, if they, like, something happens, they're like, hey, I want to, to, to for us to talk about this on Monday. I'm like, all right. Okay. Sure, like, a mental note. But yeah. Then, like, I just don't touch it after that. Yeah. yeah. I have a quick question. Um, <clears throat> something I just thought about. So when you're dealing with the client, um, essentially you're teaching them to at some point be independent, yes. right? So the tools that you're giving them, they should be able to kind of take that mm-hmm. and apply it to their daily lives and, you know, progress and move forward. And they kind of need you, I don't want to say need you less and less, mm-hmm. but, you know, yes, that's a part yeah. of the goal. Yeah. Right. Yeah, <laughs> to need me less and less. Like, yeah. what do you do? Well, I guess it kind of falls with the boundaries and stuff with the client that is very needy. Yeah. Right? Yes. So, like, y'all had your session, I don't know, Tuesday. Mm-hmm. But Thursday, they texting you. Mm-hmm. Rather than waiting to the, do you say, like, refer back? Like, how do you handle that? So, I actually just started to do that because I started to notice that if I'm constantly there to respond when they're in crisis, mm-hmm. then I am enabling their behavior. Mm-hmm. And, I'm, and I t- I'm telling my clients, at the end of the day, the goal is for you to not need me anymore. Like, yep. this is just a short-term, temporary... Right you know, relationship, partnership, but eventually you'll be good to go on your own. So I started Mm -hmm. to, you know, tell them to refer to coping skills or, you know, think of a way that you can kind of manage what you're feeling or get your emotions to be back to how they were before. Mm -hmm. But making sure that I don't step in to try to save them because I could do that at times. Like want to be helpful, but then end up being their savior. And like, that's not what I need to do. So I got to take that step back and say, you have the skills, use it. Yeah. Right. And that's so I've experienced that as as well. Um, one of my clients that she's no longer with our agency now, but it was like I had become her savior. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm not Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell you how to get to Jesus, but baby, you yeah. gotta stay. It was it was like, oh <clears throat> Lord have mercy. Mm-hmm. Um I would get a phone call every day after she got out of school. Every wow. single day. Miss, let me tell you what happened to school. And I'd be like, okay, that's good. I'm glad you had a good day. All right. Um, I'm going to talk to you later. But, miss, I got an issue. And I was like, oh, my God. And it became like an everyday yeah. thing. So have you ever had that experience where you kind of had to, and I don't know what the right, right word is, but kind of like cut it off so to speak so I had to get to a point where I stopped answering the phone and it crushed her (laughs) I was like and we had oh my god we spent the whole session on it I said listen honey like it was not for me to hurt you but Mm -hmm. the same thing you just said I have to teach you how to manage your yeah I got to teach you how to manage your emotions 
by yourself. I have to teach you how to self-soothe. I have to teach you how to use your coping skills. We learn in coping skills, baby. You got to use them. Like, so how do you, how can you like do that gracefully without feeling like you creating more trauma with this, this client? Yeah. I think I've learned not to like, text it to them and say like let's have a conversation yeah so that you can understand you know what this partnership is about what the overall goal is mm-hmm. and maybe they're not seeing that like maybe they're not seeing that you know you're starting to call me or text me more and more than what's needed mm-hmm. so reminding them of their coping skills setting that boundary but doing it in a way where it's like therapeutic and loving and not like yeah. harsh because sometimes yeah. even when we do it in like a therapeutic loving way it's I feel harsh to them right. yeah yeah and, Right. Even from a social worker's point of view, you're not in, excuse me, you're not in sessions with them, but they, them parents. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So she works for DCF and Lord, I I tip my hat off to her because I could never do it. Lord have mercy. I mean, like the workday is over at five and we on the phone till six, six thirty because... You just got something. <laughs> and granted, they do be having yeah. stuff going they on. They do. But they do. I had to put those boundaries in too. So not answering the phone mm-hmm. or saying like I've some of my younger clients, please don't text me on Saturday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they sending me screenshots. Uh, and I'm like, this could have waited till Monday. So mm-hmm. I'll follow up like wonderful. Like, yeah, please don't. Yeah. <laughs> Good though. Like, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. creating those boundaries and mm-hmm. <clears throat> still helping them. To be independent. Yeah. So, I, and I, you know, we like to help everybody. Yep. I, they say they got a problem. Oh, I need housing. I need this. I need, I'm over here looking stuff up. Here you go. Look into that. Call that. You know, yeah. whatever. But when we do that for them all the time. Mm-hmm. What are you teaching That's why they calling. Right. That's right. why they calling right. us. Right. Right. <clears throat> that's exactly why they're calling us because they know that we're going to do it and mm-hmm. come to their rescue. Yeah. So really just. Sorry. Oh. Root, Um, (laughs) but yeah but really just setting up those sorry guys but really just really just setting up those boundaries um with the clients and teaching them to be independent like Mm -hmm. they'll do it their whole lives they'll Mm -hmm. do it the whole duration of the relationship that you have with them yeah and then like if you're not able to meet that need Mm -hmm. or you start putting those boundaries in place they get upset yeah they do some of them do they get upset Mm -hmm. and you don't want to create any more trauma or Mm -hmm. you don't want to ruffle their feathers but it's like we're all human yeah Yeah. we gotta kind of draw the line somewhere so yeah coming out of the pandemic what what do you think has been like um kind of like the biggest issues for people coming out of it, I don't even think we're completely right. out Mm-mm. of it. Mm-mm. But we're not like we ain't in lockdown no more. We ain't in jail no more. Lord have mercy, that was rough. Yeah. <laughs> but um, kind of, you know, kind of getting back to freedom, mm-hmm. if you will. Kind of what what do you feel like has been like the biggest issues that people are talking about coming out of it or on the cusp of coming out of it? I think what I'm hearing a lot of is like grief. So mm. grieving mm-hmm. not only loved ones that they lost, but like holidays, weddings, yep. vacations. Yeah. Like some countries were still cut off. Like you're not coming into our country. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but I have a vacation. Yeah. Like, I yeah. Like, Who's playing? Right. I had to cancel that. Yeah. Like, I was right. Like, <laughs> like for real? Right. 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 And like Root. being okay and adjusting to it. And then also like people that have lost jobs. So there are people who are on the verge of being homeless and we talk about it in therapy, but there's but so much I can do. Yeah. And like just feeling bad because, you know, the government being a government. And right. Like, right. It sucks sometimes. It's like, I feel for you, but all I can do is validate and encourage and yeah. try to connect, but it's not looking that good. So right. Like, yeah. Sad. We talk about mental health a lot. Um, and just like every day, just trying to mm-hmm. maintain your <laughs> psyche. <laughs> And it's like, yeah. and it's so crazy because, and I, I really like, I'm so sensitive to it because you, I never really like processed it the way I process it now. Like mm-hmm. mental health is like, mm-hmm. I feel like that sometimes is more important than physical health. Like yeah. it's mm-hmm. so like, yeah, your yes. mind, you can be up one day down the next mm-hmm. and you're literally trying to pick yourself up. And some people are not even, they don't, I'm not going to say they don't have access because there's act there's people out there but they don't have the resources yeah they don't have the support like mm-hmm. 
it's so much stuff that goes on and it's going on. Like mm-hmm. the shooting yeah. that just happened. Yeah. Lord like, have mercy. That it's just one. It's just. It seems like it's one thing on top of another thing on mm-hmm. top of two shootings that yeah. happened. Yeah, um, yeah. It's just so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I definitely feel you with hearing like grief a lot. Like yeah. it seems like we've just been in a grieving state mm-hmm. for years. And I was telling, I was like, I ain't never. Not to my knowledge, been around so much death, yeah. like yeah, and it's just like, mm-hmm. and it's 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 yeah, it's hard because like yeah. you have like you know the kids have like they're able to just log on to Facebook or Instagram mm-hmm. and shoot and see the video that the guy yeah has. Like, yeah disheartening sickening and it's yeah. Just, it's just, they got questions yeah. yeah how do you explain this stuff yeah I think mental health has now become such a hot topic and it's not it used to be like such a secretive yeah. thing like like therapy right like i ain't crazy what right. you trying to right. say right. i ain't right. going i'm not you ain't shrinking me i ain't sitting on nobody's couch when <laughs> in reality like not everybody right. has a couch it's a chair and i make a joke you need to get on some <laughs> yeah but i think it's so people have this great awareness of it now where before everything was hush hush mm-hmm. like nobody wanted to talk about like the issues that they were dealing with now you have all these platforms where everybody shouldn't have access right. everybody ah. shouldn't have access yeah. or the ability to go live mm-hmm. or make a video and upload it people need to view these videos before people just yeah. go ahead and get to talking right, right. but now everybody has these platforms where they can really say like and nobody I feel like now what I'm seeing it's like nobody is shamed yeah. anymore so there's yeah. like this, yeah, yeah, nobody feels shame anymore. Like you were, you can talk about this stuff that nobody has been talking about for years. Yeah. Yes. All yeah. the little quiet stuff that was <laughs> going on in the apartment. Right. Yeah. Now it's, it's yeah. so open. And I think there's a drawback to it, but then there's also a lot of positives to it. Mm-hmm. Um, because now there's not so many secrets. And now you can actually like deal with the stuff that is happening to you or happen to somebody right. in your circle. Right. I think it has been like such an amazing thing. Yeah. And then I think what also helps because people look to a lot of celebrities mm-hmm. when they see them talking about like Charlemagne, Charlemagne. Yeah. How many times has this man said something about therapy? Yeah. Okay. All the time. Yes. But mm-hmm. he is such an advocate for it. But I think it's great. And especially as a black man yeah. can say that I go to therapy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's it's amazing because it's that. so needed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's needed. And it's so funny because I've actually had a couple of clients that have come in because of him or because of his book. Really? Wow. Like, you know, I was reading his book. I was watching the video. And he's talking about therapy wow. and repeatedly talking about it. So I'm going to try it. Yeah. Right. They try it. Like, sometimes it's a good fit. Sometimes it's not. But they're like, you know, at least I tried. Right. Yeah. Right. So. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's, you see the influence that yeah. we can have on someone? Like, yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's, it's been amazing to see kind of like the shift that has taken place the last couple of years yeah. in the world. It's been rough. It's like yeah. it's kind of like it forced us to be so open, yeah. vulnerable, raw. Like we just out here. That's what God is like. All right, now, right. Deal with right. this stuff. Get it together. Come on now. Yes. Deal with it. Deal with it. Time. That's enough. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. It's been. It's been. It's been amazing. So, what are some suggestions that you would give to? other therapists as ways to take care Mm. of themselves definitely setting a boundary and a limit not only with your clients but with your bosses so if there is Mm. an opportunity Mm. to talk about you know the productivity them goals like realistically like this is not like it's unrealistic yeah it's hard on their body on their mind like being able to have those open conversations uh, making sure they're taking a break from just, you know, being online and talking to people. Like, making sure that you're full before you try to help other people because mm. being unfilled, being depleted is going to it's gonna end up bad. Right. Like, really bad. So don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And something else, too. I love what you said about um, setting those boundaries with your bosses. You know, sometimes they can see how yeah. you care, right? 
how like your passion for it and they know that you're gonna do it you're gonna go above and beyond and they they use that like mm -hmm. oh, yeah. i know mm -hmm. like you know it may work you a little bit harder than you know whatever so i think that was important <laughs> no it's true because if if they see that you know your, your your love language is words of affirmation they're like you're doing so good like you're mm. the best in this field here's this client here's this project and before you know it, you're like wait a minute i'm running a company good night and you sitting here just saying and you night. ain't increased my right. salary to be right. running it so good night right right <laughs> Right. Put a blanket over your head. Right. Good night. <laughs> right. But right. that's true. They will do that. So we had, so I work in a pair. I have, so I'm the clinician and then there's the case manager. So they introduced this case to us. It was, and we've become like known as the team that like takes on like the hardest cases. I really like y'all did that right. on purpose, but okay, you got it. Um, and it was a kid. They were like, we really think you guys would do great right. with them. Like, it's going to be, like, great, great, great. Like, you know. Got... So we're like, all right. So we go meet the kid. And we're like. What's happening? <laughs> Baby boy's not ready. Mm -hmm. <laughs> He's not ready to be in the community <laughs> and in the home. Oh. So we had to give pushback yeah. to the supervisor. Because they're like, no, no, no. Like, we're taking this. And we were going back and forth of like, like no, 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 take it back. Right. <laughs> take it back. Return to sender. Yeah. Um, so I think that's important that you like don't let don't get beat up on. Right. And it's perfect. You're already your You're emotions already. are already gonna take a hit. <laughs> right. right. No matter what. But I yes, like you have a right to say, I can't I can't right. do this. And I think it was it's um it's like a disservice to your clients if you're putting them in a place where you're you right. know they're not ready for you're setting them up to fail right mm -hmm. right so i had to give pushback and i completely felt like a rebel but i was like i don't you you can call me whatever you want to call me but the failure is not going to be on these hands mm -hmm. so take it back if you want to give it to somebody else that's okay but i think they respect you more yeah. once you can do that like right. you can you can say <clears throat> like i don't i don't think this is this ain't it, mm -hmm. homie. Right. So. <laughs> and they were, I mean, they were a little bit upset with us. I, well, I can't say they were upset with us, but I think they were a little disappointed. Yeah. Um, but I do think sometimes they can get caught up in, like, the numbers mm -hmm. game. And I get it. You got to do what you got to do as a supervisor. But um, I do the heavy lifting here, and that's right. not the lifting that I'm about to do. Right. Sit it down. Right. Right. I'm done. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so that's a that that was a good point. That's right. that's really important to be able to set boundaries not only with your clients but also with yeah the up right the up of the ups. right 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 yeah yeah go ahead <laughs> quick question so virtual or in person what's your preference I prefer I, I was literally about to go there <laughs> so I prefer I would say for like. Younger kids and adolescents in person. Right. So, like, build that bond, build that rapport. For adults, I don't mind virtual. Because, mm -hmm. you know, the kids, kitties can't. No, yeah, they can't. They're on too another long. tab. And I'm like, I know you're not paying attention to me. Like, I see right. the screen. I'm like, no, I'm not. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. So. Was that hard? Did you find that hard to do during the pandemic since everything was, like, shut down? Yeah. Like, you had to get very creative. I knew... Um, I was assigned a five-year-old as a virtual outpatient client. And I'm like, mm, yikes. Five. five. Yikes. And again, in the outpatient setting, they're like, well. Productivity. Make it, make it yeah, like, so yeah. We're watching YouTube. We're watching Elmo. Like, anything about kindness. Yeah. Anything. Right. I'm, I'm like, but eventually, I'm like, this is, they need in person. Yeah. This is not going to work. Yeah. I remember doing virtual with DCF. It was not it for me. I'm yeah. sorry. It's so hard. Uh -uh. Show me the house. They right. doing all these other things, and I'm like, now okay, <laughs> now you being funny, right. <laughs> asking how are you? You know how's everything? Good, good, good. They want to yeah. run together. It's in person is where it's at, especially with the younger kids. Yeah. yeah. Or when the kids have their friends over, and I'm like, first of all, right? Yeah, you got everybody. Where is your privacy yeah, at? Right. Come on like, now. Oh, it's my therapist. I'm like, no. Like, right. What are you This ain't it. This right, ain't it. Right. Yeah. But that was a, a lot of, a lot of the kids had a hard time with that. Even, simply not even like with therapy. They had a hard time with doing yeah. schooling like that. Oh my goodness. I, they when I say I was going balls. Yeah. Terribly. Not balls. Balls. 
from my two kids yeah. having to sit there. Yeah. It was so hard. It was, such it was a so disser- hard. I mean, it had to happen, but it was such a disservice to them, I feel. Yeah. Like, so many kids were failing. It was mm-hmm. like, it was very sad. Yeah. Wow. But then they're like, well, we're going to pass you along because we're in a pandemic. Yeah. No. Right. Yep. Like, yep. Right. Right. Yep. Right. Right. Yep. Right. And now, right. how was that helping that kid? Tell me. Right. Yeah. Right. So right. that was definitely uh, a rough, a rough patch. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. So do you see yourself kind of, or, or like kind of what's your plans for increasing and expanding your private practice? So I think the maybe like two to five, probably two to four, mm-hmm. your plan is I want to leave my um, the, the job that I have at the hospital mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. maintain part-time clients. Because mm-hmm. um, I was um, just telling her I was doing some research and reading, and like mm-hmm. a lot of people that are in private practice, they said they cut their caseload down to like 15, 20 clients because mm-hmm. even in private practice, mm-hmm. where, where we're at right now, having a full caseload is too much. Yeah. So, like, making that my main Because it's just income. you. Yeah. Yeah. And like, people, you know, the pandemic and then the news, and then it's like every year is more stuff being added. Yeah. And they're like, you can't hold all that. Yeah. Yeah. So like making moving to part time and then helping my husband with his business that's the other part of it and just being full time entrepreneur and just yeah. making it work. Yeah. Right, Come right. on here with a yeah, full time right. entrepreneur. Yes. And doing it as a family. It is. Okay? Yeah. It Teamwork. is. Teamwork. What do you think has been the hard or what do you think is the hardest thing about being an entrepreneur? Mm. I think just that mental battle, you know, those days when you wake up and you're like, why am I doing this? Like, yeah. This doesn't make no sense. Or wanting to quit, right. Yeah. 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 And it's like, it's easier to just work for somebody else. Yeah. It's steady income. You know, you know what you're giving. It's, comfort- it's comfortable, but it's like, you can't, You, I was like, I can't make much of an impact as a Christian therapist still being in a, underneath an agency. Mm-hmm. Right. I need to do it right. the right. way that God is They're monitoring you yes. and, yeah. you know, yes. you can't, you can't. So, yeah, that was a good call for you. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm just, just going to jump in and have right. faith, make it work. Right. See. Yeah. Right. We were talking earlier about, like, the fear. Yeah. That it. <laughs> and I'll be. Yeah. yeah. I'll be walking around here and be like. I don't like, and I just said it yesterday, I don't live in fear. But when I say that, I mean like, so, and being completely sensitive to it, I feel like the day after the school shooting happened, Mm -hmm. like parents were, oh my God, parents were a wreck. And it was some parents was like, I'm not sending my kids to school. Like, so I do my best not to live in fear. Like all my trust is in God. I trust that God protects me. I trust that God protects my kids. So you're going to school. Come Mm -hmm. on, let's go, let's go. But that fear when it comes to entrepreneurship, Lord, uh, Mm -hmm. it is a real thing. It's a very real thing. And you literally, like you said it, you wake up and you be like, why am I doing this? Mm -hmm. This week, I could count on my hands how many times I done woke up like, I don't think I want to do this. (laughs) No, like, I want to quit. I thought that within the past couple weeks. Like, "Mm, no, I'm good. (laughs) And then it's like, this ain't for me. Stop. Because what? (laughs) Yeah. And it's like, especially when you know God called you to do it, to birth Mm -hmm. the business, to write Mm -hmm. the book, to do the podcast. And it's like, the pushback from that because of the impact of it is like, to open the practice. Yes. Right. I'm like, all right, I'm going to just stay where I'm comfortable, where I'm safe. Yeah. Yeah. And you'll get pushed. Oh, yeah. You talking about something? You just quit. disrupt your whole life. Right. You talking about something? I don't want to do this. I quit. You gonna wake up tomorrow? You got a whole new idea. Mm-hmm. Now you trying to implement yes. something yes. else? Yes, and, you and then you be to... like, really? Right. right. I know that one was from you. Or like somebody it's... done came and gave you a report, yes. or like you know, even with your clients, like mm-hmm. you know, you really helped me this week. That's and when you get that, too. it's I'm like okay, now you trying to pull me back? <laughs> yeah, in. yeah, yeah. I'm like. I'm not gonna do this no more. I'm gonna stick with my full time job. A client will text me like, you know, you've been very helpful. These right. That I made, or mm. they they refer clients to me, and I'm like, all right, 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 so. right. It's I think well, obviously that stuff happens on purpose because <laughs> <Yes. laughs> we like it is. It's hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard. I have not heard. Not one person that has pursued entrepreneurship say that it was easy. Yeah. First of all, you have to have thick skin for it. Yes. Um mm. and you literally, you have to keep going every day, every day. <laughs> every day. You have to choose to sit 
and work on your business as opposed to watch Chicago Mad <laughs> or Chicago yep. PD mm-hmm. or Rise. <laughs> It is. It really is. <laughs> like it's it's it is hard, and I'm. It's like I'm feeling it this week. I don't know what it is this yeah. week, but I'm just like I don't want to. And do it'll this. be like that. Like it'll be like phases. Like you'll be up, down, and it's like it's good that we're being transparent about it because it's not all sunshine and flowers. Yeah, like this entrepreneurship journey. It's not that all the time. Like you're gonna have your highs and your lows, but. Really just making sure to keep, like, your mental straight, yes. reaching out to therapists. Right. <laughs> people that can help, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. And there, so there are friends that I've made that have started their own business to where, like, we try to t- text each other, like, hey, like, how are you? Like, send little words of encouragement. Right. Because you need that support or people who are going through it with you. I'm like, all right, like, I feel... Okay. Where, yeah. where you um, have your private practice, are there other therapists in the building with you or where you're at? or No, so it's just us, but there's people that I know that are in like Bridgeport or like that are in like New York that started their own private practice. Mm-hmm. Um, and okay. I just kind of bounce ideas off of them. Like, just right. Them, like, I'm feeling it this week. Like, I want to do it. Yeah. Like, right. like, no, keep going. So yeah. Like, wow. Yeah. I definitely commend you guys being therapists, um, just being in this fit in this field and um you know sorry i got sidetracked <laughs> um because it can be draining yeah. um and I, like i said i don't know it from a therapist standpoint but just from a social worker standpoint case manager being mm-hmm. in the field it's training yes. so by the time you're done with work it's like when do you have time to work on your business mm-hmm. we were talking about that too like you're tired yeah mm-hmm. but you gotta keep mm-hmm. pushing got to make that time and set it aside to say you know what for one hour i'm gonna just watch a, a show on netflix mm-hmm. and I'm gonna jump back into what i gotta do yeah mm-hmm. because if not you're gonna be like i don't yeah. want to do this yeah 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 i, I definitely want to say too so um i started like exercising and stuff so mm-hmm. taking my walks and yeah. taking care of my body more eating better that helps too to yeah. kind of keep you mm-hmm level-headed yeah so and definitely incorporating that self-care because it gets tough mm-hmm. it and does yeah out here in these streets uh, in the <laughs> trenches okay it's hard <laughs> out here for a <laughs> <laughs> okay i be like and this sometimes so it's so funny i be having these conversations with god like i don't understand why mm-hmm. you thought that i could do this little old me <laughs> I don't know what you see, but okay, homie, you got it. You got it. But he, he, duh, he's God. Duh, he knows. Like, so I wanted to talk about something that you shared on your Facebook. And it was a, um, it was an article. I think it was seven or eight things that um wealthy people do every day mm-hmm. do you remember that yeah. i went through and i read that whole thing and i was like oh <laughs> wow it was really enlightening mm-hmm. so like the stuff that you don't even think about like so one of them was i can't remember like the order of it but it was like um making time to um Invest in like yes. your craft or like your business mm-hmm. or whatever you're doing. Another one was um, like reading and kind of um, increasing your knowledge yeah. about certain things. Another one was exercise for like 30 minutes a day. Um, and then another one was spending time or like meaningful time mm-hmm. with people, like developing like your relationships yeah. and stuff. And I think that is a huge part of being an entrepreneur. First of all, you got to have the right people around you. Right. Um, right. Talk that talk. <laughs> Hello. Right. Hello. Right. I was telling her earlier, I just had a, a situation yesterday where somebody I know that um, I shared something with them about like a goal I had. And that person told me like I was reaching too high. And I was. The nerve. Excuse me? Right. The audacity. The nerve. Like, so being around like-minded yeah. people, that is such a big thing. Talk that <laughs> talk. Yeah. I said, oh, I won't never tell you nothing mm-hmm. again. And we were having a conversation, and I'm like, obviously, I'm just thinking from a, you know, from a <laughs> social work standpoint, but even just a person that cares about yeah. people, 
how can you tell somebody what they can and cannot do or put them it's like you're putting a limit to what the per like you're capping them off like mm-hmm. Right. Sit down. Where about your own self? <laughs> Hello. Like, what you doing? Mind like, your business. Like, hold on now. <laughs> I just don't get how someone can do that. Now, if you a mentor or someone of some influence and you're coming from a standpoint of trying to help and mm-hmm. encourage, I can kind of see that. But then again, it depends on the delivery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're just outright telling me I can't do <laughs> that or are you saying you think it would be better that if I did this to get this, like... Or, like, go this route. Go this route. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So I feel like yeah. there's levels to it, but for a person to just outright say that. Yeah. So definitely talk that talk. You need <laughs> to have the right people around you, right. like-minded yeah. people. To, obviously, you're not going to encourage foolery. Right. But what she said wasn't foolish. Mm-hmm. It was a dream of hers. It was something that she, you know, thought was nice or whatever the case is. Who are you to say? Right. Yeah. So. And it wasn't it wasn't <laughs> even like, like something super grand or nothing. Yeah. It so was it was a townhouse that I want to buy. Mm-hmm. And the prices, you know, it's a little up there, but I really put into practice like all the stuff that we're taught at church. Yeah. I was like, just yeah. about to say yeah. right. like, Hello. Right. Like literally yeah. just last week with the offering teaching one, like I yes. I wrote it all down. I like I really put that stuff into practice. So I'm like, like if I want something like that, and mm-hmm. if it's, you know, God's will for me, I can have and that. Right, and that's where your spirituality comes in, your relationship with God comes in. Mm-hmm. You can do whatever it is you want to do. Right. Of course, within God's will. Mm-hmm. You're not about to... You go have a conversation with him. Mm-hmm. Then <laughs> and they figure do, out... Sorry. <laughs> no, go ahead, boo. You got... They, they start to plant, like, seeds of doubt. Mm-hmm. Or they, they come against the word that was placed, you know. Yeah. It's like, no, nah, like, that's too much. You can't do it. And it's like... Mm. Ain't it's nothing like, but the enemy, right. though. <laughs> but no, legit, on the way home, I was like... Well, am I reaching too high? Right. And then it'll make you start. Yeah, then you start questioning guessing. yourself. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. I'm like, but well, I'm having a conversation with God. And I'm like, okay, God, what's because then the per- child. I talk about that. Then he had the nerve to say, This is God speaking through me. I said, <laughs> You better <laughs> shut up. You the, better shut up. The audacity. I am Don't done. be walking around here lying on God. And let me move right. away from right. you. Right. Okay. Right. So on the way home, I was like, Am I reaching too high? Like, is no. that too much? They reaching much? too low, so they yeah. want you to reach low. That's and what I that was is. Like, oh, what? And then I had to, like, I had to snap out of it. I'm like, yep. Drea, no. Come come on now, Drea. Get right. it together. Get it together. Right. I right. got whatever I want to have. Right. Yes. But it was, yeah, having the right people around you. You're and not I guess I. me off. Right. Yeah. But I guess I learned my lesson about you really can't say everything to everybody. Everybody's not, everybody ain't rocking with you. And that's okay. I'm okay with that. I think I've learned that um, over some time, too. It wasn't something I caught on so quickly. But you really do have to be careful because some people just don't. You know, you ever told somebody something and they just was like, Right, like, oh, okay. Like I wasn't really <laughs> right, right, right. Like I wasn't really looking for you to validate me. Right. I just wanted to share something good with you know whatever and people. <laughs> right, right, right. That's mm. like okay. Yeah. Or being like, don't get me because this is gonna take us into a whole nother. <laughs> well, I, like it's like it's nothing. It's not a competition. Like. Right. Yeah. Andre and I, we talk about this pretty much every episode. We always <laughs> reference this. Get yourself yeah. together. Yeah. If you got yourself together, how you interact and engage with others, it will flow. Mm-hmm. Like, don't put your insecurities right over here. Yeah. And sometimes it be your own family that will say. It be your, didn't I say it be your own people? <laughs> it be, like, be your did. own people. <laughs> don't it though? Yeah. Yeah. You got a stranger over here. Oh, my God. I'm so whatever. Yeah. You really have, yeah. you know, whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm going to refer you. I'm going to do some of that. It be your own family. Yeah. Family and friends. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> right. It right. is what it is. Which is why I think it's so great that you and your husband are building something together. like A legacy. Yeah. yeah. You guys can, you're, you're there to encourage each other. Like, that's, that's. That's something that a lot of people strive for. Like it's a, it's kind of like a dream to do something mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. that to really mm-hmm. build with your spouse. Mm-hmm. Like 
It's no better person right, right, to build right. with. And I think y'all sometimes... Y'all know y'all got each other's back. Right. Yeah. Like, y'all not going to pull each other down. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. What better th- partner? I think sometimes people are afraid of it also because of that. I don't know if I want to go into business <laughs> Yeah. with my husband. Did you guys experience any of that? Um. So I've learned through this journey of becoming an entrepreneur that I can be a bit of a brat. And a control freak, <laughs> and like I like things done a certain way. Yeah, you know what I'm like I, I'm working at being more of a faith risk taker. Mm, I'm like not comfortable. That. I'm not gonna do it. I'm like, nope. I'm not gonna do it. It's not gonna work out. Where yeah. my husband is a big faith thinker. Like he has this vision. He's like, yeah, and this. I'm like, no. I'm like I'm gonna do that. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, you know, this whole thing is like. Let's expand the business so we can hire other people. Like, let's pass down mm. the knowledge. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. And right. I'm like, I don't really want to. <laughs> but, like, it's, it's bigger than us. And, like, right. yeah. taking right. that moment to, like, after I'm done being a brat and I got to go repent. I'm like, sorry. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, learning to communicate, learning to keep businesses or in business hours and then we'll work mm-hmm. out or have mm-hmm. a big night not you know let's not talk about yeah let's just enjoy ourselves right that's, I, I love that, that. that's yeah. good right. i love that that's that important balance. yeah I love, that. I love that that's good stuff wow. so it sounds like you guys definitely balance each other out yeah yeah, you, yeah you got As somebody you that's like eh, and then you right. got another one yeah. like, let's do it right 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 <laughs> first i'll be like no he's like you even think about it <laughs> <laughs> That I is awesome. That. That's beautiful. I love that. And then, you know, when y'all have your little Smithites. <laughs> right. Put them to work. Yes, like, that's... Right. Uh, but I think that's how it's supposed to Creating be. Creating a legacy worth living for. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. That is... That's amazing. That's that's awesome. Like, I could literally, like, keep talking about <laughs> all of this stuff, like, all night. Because it is good stuff. And I think the that mental health piece we just we really like to hone in on that because like i said there's so much awareness about it now nobody's afraid to talk about it now and i think so we always say like doing this podcast we do it we started it and then we realize oh wow this is like you know healing for us Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and i neither one of us mind being as transparent as we are and i always look at it like I've gone through a lot of the stuff that I've gone through. It's not just for nothing. Right. It's right. obviously for somebody else. Like, right. there's obviously, like, the Bible says there's nothing new under the sun. Mm-hmm. So, like, obviously there's somebody else going right. through what I went through. So let me help somebody right. else. So it has been, like, such a great experience for us. It's, mm-hmm. like, healing for mm-hmm. us. It has been, it's just been amazing. So we love having people on here, hearing their stories. Yep. As the poking <laughs> and, and all their business. Like, what was that like? So, like, this whole month has been, like, awesome for really us. Really refreshing. Yeah. Um, Before we get to our point of closing out, is there anything that you want to share, anything you want to talk about that you feel that we didn't touch on or ask? I know we were kind of, like... Everywhere, yeah, yeah. Um, I guess the only thing that comes to mind is that so we're working on giving back to you know where we're from, like giving back to New Haven, and so Mm -hmm. um, working on being a faith risk taker. Yeah, we have a um five k run slash walk that's going to be happening. Nice. So that's coming up. That's going to be Saturday, August twenty seventh, from nine to four at Edgewood Park. Okay. Oh, that's so awesome. Week. Yeah. Um, very exciting and nerve-wracking at the same time. So I'm like, yeah. Hey, somebody comes. <laughs> I love, I love, I love yeah. to see community work. Um, yeah. And that's something that I definitely want to start engaging in as well, like giving back to the community and stuff like that. That's awesome. So definitely tell the people um, where we can... Um, go where we can sorry about that the camera is acting <laughs> janky um definitely tell the people where we can go to um but you know okay <laughs> let me hold on wait let me address wait, this real quick wait a minute <laughs> so we do like not, if you don't spit it out <laughs> we do not pretend to be something we are not on here okay what? her battery is dying <laughs> On her and phone. I'm looking. I'm like, okay. It's still recording, right? It, that's what I'm trying to look. It's oh, you you know, yeah. you got glasses on. You can't really see. No, it's still recording, right? Okay. Oh, well, look, I'm back, y'all. My bad. <laughs> like, seriously, we don't, like, we have fun on here. We don't be pretending like right. we... We just, we got it all down pat. No. Look, right. the kids done came up in here. 
two times. And I'm over here like this. <laughs> and all I see is a computer. First of all, I'm like, the first one came here, and I know everybody heard the knock. Mommy! <laughs> <laughs> like, really? Really? Then the other one come in. So that's why in the notes. Making cereal. <laughs> I'm like, why you say Jehovah? <laughs> All praise to the most high. But I'm like, why did they get on the screen like that? So, the oldest one, she's on my laptop. Mm. So, she must have got locked out. Right. So, she was asking me for the password. Right. So, I just typed it in here. Dread it. And I turned it around like, and she was down there. Dre didn't move her head. Mariah oh, wasn't bothered. And I'm Lord. over here like, mm-mm. <laughs> Like, we, yeah, it just be all types of things right. happening on here. So, what I was trying to say <laughs> was, since you're going to start promoting it, mm-hmm. um, tell us, everyone, where we can go to follow your pages, your okay. your business pages, anybody who needs a therapist. I don't know if you're accepting clients right now, mm-hmm. but whatever, still reach out, follow, support, <laughs> share. Yeah. Um, even if you don't need it, share it for the next person. Your pages. Mm-hmm. And all that good stuff. And how they can get connected with your event that you guys are doing. That's awesome. Yes. So, yes. I'm excited. I'm also scared, but we're going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can find us on Facebook under Align Therapy Studios. Um, the same on Instagram. And um, our website is actually that name, too. AlignTherapyStudios.com. And when we post our flyers and different things of that nature, we'll um, tag so you guys can easily access it by mm-hmm. clicking it. And, you know, just make sure, like, comment, share. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Please. So I think in the future we would like to have you back mm-hmm. and your husband. Right. I think that'd be that would be dope. dope. Yeah, that would be dope. Yeah, I think that'd be like talk about the the partnership. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love think it. That'd be amazing. So we thank you yeah, so thank you. much for thank coming. You. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll catch you next time, listeners. Bye. Bye. Bye.